0: Good evening. This is the weekly wrap for Friday, January 12th. Well, we did get a USDA report this afternoon at 11 o'clock central that did a good job moving the markets around in very dramatic fashion. Algorithms that our computers love to trade these days. There's a lot of volatility, a lot of data to move these markets around. um, And today was no exception. One analyst dubbed this report the curbing of inflation crop report citing that since it was a political year a presidential election year that there may have been ulterior motives in this report hard to know that's just one man's opinion but he went on to say that the funds were very much right going into this report being short for the wheat, corn closed down 13 cents at 4.47 a bushel beans were down 32 closing at 12.24 chicago wheat down 20 cents kansas city down 13 closing at 616 and 628 respectively. Cotton was up 1.1 cents for the week, closing at 8131. Managed money were once again massive sellers of corn, selling 33,000 contracts for the week, putting them now short 230,000 contracts. For beans, they were heavy sellers as well, selling 20,000 contracts, putting them now short 31,000. No change in the wheat position. Still short 120,000 contracts there. And in cotton, they added another 4,500 contracts to their short position, putting them now short 6,800 contracts. Like I say, the USDA report was negative. Uh, The yield estimates were higher than what the market was expecting on both corn and beans but an interesting sort of data glitch or however you want to handle it. They did lower harvested acres in this report. I think that helped go a long way in sort of torquing these yields higher. I'll go into the specifics of all of this data in the video update that should get to you by Monday. But it was interesting to note that with all the violence on the initial reaction to the report, we did close well off our lows. Beans closed 21 cents off their lows corn six cents off their lows and wheat nine cents off its low cotton closed off of its highs from this report about a penny it goes on to you know sort of prove the possibility that maybe the bulk of the bearishness that was expected in this report by managed money was already priced in we're not going to know for sure until we get through another week or 10 days of trade before we know this report was fully priced in uh, and or, and whether the lows have been made for the year. Hard to know, but I'll need to see more price action before I can make a statement like that. From a macro perspective, the U.S. and the United Kingdom, England uh, initiated military strikes on Houthi positions in Yemen using a combination of strikes from aircraft carriers, fighter jets, and submarines. So clearly the war in the Middle East has now escalated to direct um, confrontation by the U.S., Crude oil on the news was up initially $3 a barrel, but as has happened so many times with all of these headlines, um, it got slammed right back down to being just up 80 points as volatility got sucked right out of that story by the end of the day. It appears that crude oil and grains as a whole, commodities as a whole, are now immune to all geopolitical risks, uh, including the Ukraine war. Uh, You know, that has continued to ground on now. Uh, We've gotten more data out of Ukraine with uh, export shipments continuing to drop. The most recent data shows another 5 to 10% drop in export. Uh, It looks like that war is going to continue on, uh, but the market clearly not uh, worried about its impact on the grain supply globally. China's economy continues to struggle as their economic data seems pretty flat, the real estate market not doing well. Everything that China has thrown at it to try to re-stimulate the economy has not worked. This clearly has stalled out. We have seen relatively good import numbers on corn and on beans, but from other countries. And now, at least on cotton, the data is coming in a little bit better than we have seen over the last several months. Uh, from the Federal Reserve's uh, macro picture here, we did see CPI, that, that inflation reading, come in slightly lower than expected. But PCE data came in flat to a touch higher than expected. So, And then now with the jobs number remaining relatively strong, unemployment still low. Uh, some analysts are now believing the Fed may not be cutting rates in March and have to wait till June since inflation's not coming down all that aggressively. Inflation, no doubt, seems to be sticky, but it'll be interesting to see uh, when the Fed does make their first cut. There are some analysts that are firmly entrenched that March, we will see our first rate cut, which should go uh, into helping lower interest rates for us as producers and uh, also help lower the dollar and sort of readjust that variable. But as the data rolls in over the next couple months, we'll have a clearer picture as to whether they make that move in March or have to wait until June. Uh, the South American weather has now completed the raining portion of it where they got in some areas 1 to 2 inches, some areas 3 to 4 inches of rain, uh, depending on their location. But the pattern does flip back to hotter and drier in the second half of January and well into February. February is where the models uh, you know, diverge. The euro has rain coming in and actually flooding rains in Brazil that would, of course, delay planting uh, and delay harvest and ultimately delay planting of the corn crop. That's the euro model. The GFS model calls for actually at a reacceleration of the heat and dryness, putting the remainder of the soybean crop at risk, and then now adding risk to the corn crop and the cotton crop that would get planted and need some good weather in that February, March timeframe. Time will tell as far as what model uh, continues to dominate. South American crop losses are expected to drive demand to the United States. There's no doubt that with these lower prices, and once we realize or accept or sort of uh, digest the scale of the losses in Brazil, I fully anticipate more export demand. The USDA did not lower their estimate on the bean crop very much. They lowered it from 161 to 157. Remember, the private analyst range is between 127 and 153 seems to be the range. But the consensus right now is in the low 150s. So the USDA is still clearly lagging the consensus. Uh, They did lower the uh, corn crop as well. They dropped that from 129 down to 127. Uh, The trade is between 117 and 120. So the USDA is clearly lagging on the corn estimate as well versus the trade. I'm closer to 110 to 115 on the corn market. I think with this drop in prices, it'll be extraordinarily unprofitable to plant the corn. And I think the farmer doesn't need any more reasons to fight this market. So you should see a lot lower acres going forward on planted. I also am closer to 140 on the yield in beans. Even though there are some in the trade down at 127, I'm not willing to go there yet. I would need to see bigger dryness now in second half of January going into early February before I would lower my number down from 140. Uh, as far as the cotton crop, uh, they are expected slightly more acres down there <clears throat> because it is a more hardy crop when it comes to uh, you know, moisture deficit areas. Uh, but if, that, uh, if the GFS model verifies and we end up with a drier pattern into February and March, we will start talking about major losses on the cotton crop uh, in Brazil in February and March. But time will tell uh, before we can confirm any of that. The technical price action by the end of the day was actually encouraging. We did close well off our lows, but we are now looking at three different variables to give us guidance going forward. Number one is, will there be an export demand response with these lower prices? What is the crop in South America? Again, because we have about a 30 million metric ton variances, which is about a billion bushels, um, you know, if we, of course, accelerate losses down there, we would clearly be a lot closer to a bottom in these soybean prices. Uh, and then, of course, the yield losses, uh, when will we get confirmation of that? Uh, that is always, you know, the, the, the biggest question. We are starting to harvest some of the early beans in the northern parts of Brazil where we have verified those losses. But those are not the big acres. We'll start diving into the bigger acreages in Brazil over the next three weeks, two to three weeks. So uh, confirmation of yield losses would certainly go a long way in helping form a bottom in these markets and drive demand to the United States. From a marketing perspective, um, you know, on the corn market, we are, I believe, closer to the lows for the year. We may not have hit them today, but I think we're very close if we haven't already hit them. And then, of course, I'm looking for a breakout of this falling wedge pattern. I talked about that in the video that I sent out a few weeks ago that would ultimately move this corn market back to that 520, 560 area. Uh, All that happened with today's data is it pushed that out push that time frame out i was expecting that to happen in the first quarter of this year which would have been february march Uh, but now it may now get pushed out maybe to that march april time frame but there's no change in my view in the idea that we're fundamentally massively oversold massively undervalued and that we are due for a healthy correction and that will start with uh you know a demand response with these lower prices same thing in soybeans i really have not changed my targets all that's happened i believe with this government data has pushed the time frame out from that correction have we made a low in beans i don't know time will tell here over the next few weeks there is the possible technical test of beans down to 1180 on the march contract i don't know whether we'll get there or not but that is uh, from a technical perspective uh, a possible area we challenge but i'm still looking for 14 to 15 dollar beans uh, we were looking for that by the end of the year. That did not happen. And, and with the, the funds now flipping to extraordinarily aggressive sellers of this, that correction, that breakout in price back to that level, the time frame on that has been pushed out, in my opinion, to more of a March-April timeframe. In cotton, we're in a kind of a different situation than we are in the grains. We did see a drop in production of 300,000 bales, 350,000 bales. Um, I'm expecting more to come. Looking at the Classings and Jennings report, we're right now only at 11.3 million bales. And so we certainly have a lot of work to do to get to that 12.6 million bale, 12.7 million bale mark. And I just don't think we're going to hit it. So I think we have further production declines coming in the government data. The USDA was forced to take 300,000 bales off the crop, take 100,000 bales off demand, that ultimately tightened the stocks-to-use ratio down to that more that critically important 20% number. And remember, when you're above that, you kind of lose the volatility. But when you get uh, when you get below that 20% stocks-to-use number, you end up uh, inviting a whole lot of volatility. So the data on classings will be probably the most important data coming over the next 30 days. And then if we can keep this export demand relatively stable uh, and keep demand running better than what the USDA has to plug in in order to make the balance sheet work out, if we can push this crop, uh, this this carryout, down to 2.5 million bales and really tighten up this stocks-to-use ratio, uh, we're going to no doubt challenge that $0.90 area. And would we have enough uh, dynamics to get through 90? I believe we do, uh, but it may not happen until later in the, in the, in the spring, uh, early summer. So for now, the technical resistance points are 84 cents. That'll be the next area to test. For those of you that need to do some marketing for cash flow purpose, I would use that test of 84 cents at 83.50, somewhere in that area to do some more marketing ultimately i don't want to make any sales until we go retest that heavy resistance area at 89 where i want to get closer to 50 percent sold and then i don't want to do anything beyond that because i if I, i do believe that based on on the crop getting so much smaller that ultimately at some point this spring later into the summer we have a legitimate shot of breaking through that 90 cents and then we'll have to gauge by how much and what the South American weather is doing to figure out how much above 90 we get. Time will tell on that. All right, that's the update. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS, and be looking for those video updates sometime on Monday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.